When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send us your ideas. We are open to any idea. Ladies and gentlemen. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Andrew Siciliano. He is a brilliant, brilliant creator. He's in charge of every detail. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Raven Safety, Kyle Hamilton. Coming up. MLB Network host, Brian Kenny. Plus, latest news and more. And now, sitting in for Rich. And this man is a brilliant creator. It's Andrew Siciliano. Uh, and trying to sit up straight, actually. I, I had horrible posture, kind of leaning back. Sitting on my feet in the Get opening hour. Get it what, together. Come what's on up, now. everybody? Hey. Hey, everybody. Andrew. Chris Brockman, Jason, TJ, everybody else is here. Uh, my name is Andrew. I'm sitting in for Rich today. I used to do this all the time. Haven't done it in a while. Uh, you may or may not see me on NFL Network or the NFL Channel or the NFL Plus or all the NFL streaming platforms, formerly of the Red Zone Channel on DirecTV. And, uh, yeah, I'm here today. And tomorrow, and a lot of next week as well. As Rich is in London, he will join us coming up next hour. Rich will be on the call with the great Kurt Warner, the Hall of Famer, on NFL Network and NFL Plus uh, at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Coming up on Sunday um, in London as uh, the Jaguars play back-to-back games. Back-to-back games in London. A London residency, if you will. They were the home team last week, and they beat the Falcons in the whole Toy Story thing. And then this week, uh, they switched stadiums from London's Wembley to Tottenham Hotspur. And now they are the road team taking on Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Fun fact about that one. If Latavius Murray gets in the end zone, and judging by playing time, he likely will not. But if Latavius Murray gets in the end zone, um, he will score three touchdowns for three teams in three games in two years in London. Remember he had two games oh, there last year? That? Remember that? He, I can't remember where he played for the first time, but then he ended up playing later for the Broncos. He played twice in London for two teams and scored touchdowns in both games. And now he's back with a third team with the Buffalo Bills. Anyway. I did not know that. I, I, I did not know that, as, as somebody would say. Thank you. All right. Uh, more on the TNF game coming up tonight. We're in Washington tonight for the Commanders and uh, the Chicago Bears, the winless Chicago Bears, who still can't figure out the social media thing. But in the meantime, uh, uh, let's talk baseball playoffs because we're well into those and the divisional series are set now joining us and i'm told he's on camera from mlb network brian kenny it's great to see you sir how are you good good andrew how are you doing i'm doing well thanks for doing this here i know you're busy and i know you got better things to do but we appreciate it um (laughs) good or bad and i don't know that there is a right or wrong answer here but good or bad that everything to open up was a sweep um i think neither um probably if you're looking to get on with it like in this new system um, you don't want to, ha- again, you have your top two seeds in the system. I don't know how much you're following it, but the system, uh, they added two teams to the playoffs last year and you have your two top seeds. And like last year, it looked like the top seeds after sitting around for a week, like looked like they were a little on their heels at the start. And in the national league, the five and six seeds advanced to the, 
the championship series. In the American League, it was the Astros and Yankees, and they were the one and two seats. You want the regular season to mean something. You want to reward your top seats. So I don't know. Maybe this if I'm to instant synopsis, I think this is good in that you get this round over quickly. Someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose. Let's move on to the division series the better teams and the top two seeds who've got to buy in the first round. And last year you had the Phillies, the sixth seed, obviously make it to the series and represent the National League before losing to the Astros. Or do we think maybe, Brian, the D-backs could, could be that team? Do you see that at all this year? Um, I mean, it's possible. I, I don't think they quite have the firepower. Now, that doesn't have to mean anything. These things aren't completely random, uh, but certainly any team could just get on a good run. I think they lack the firepower of... Braves, Dodgers, and Phillies. I think Phillies are there, too. I think the Diamondbacks are solid. They're a very good defensive team. They run very well. They've got a top-two starting pitching, you know, a top-of-the-rotation thing with Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen. Uh, they're not quite at the upper echelon uh, of the Braves, Dodgers, and now you'd have to include Phillies in there. How do you see Braves, Phillies? Um Look, the Braves are are a monstrous unit. The Braves' offense is one of the best in the history of the sport, and their pitching, if healthy, is quite good. You know, Braves should win. That doesn't mean they do. You know, it's just like last year. The Braves were quite good. Remember, they, they uh, marched down the Mets the final weekend of the regular season. They won 101 games last year, and they got dropped in their first round. So you can lose, but this is an all-time offense with power, with speed, uh, with multi-dimensional players. So, again, I'd be su- slightly surprised, as much as you can be surprised in baseball, if the Braves don't get through. Braves, uh, as we dig down to the numbers, 8-5 and five this year against the Phillies. Um, I, I think there are some, I don't think they're right, obviously, that, that see it as like the Braves and everyone else. What would you say to those people? What, that the Braves are that much better? Yeah. Oh no, they're a level above, man. They, that's true. Uh, that, that, like, that's true. The Dodgers took a step back this year. The Dodgers had, the, if they wanted to keep their foot on the accelerator, could be there with the Braves. They could have went spending. They could have gotten after it. Uh, but it was in their best interest to kind of retrench just a little bit, get healthier over the next three years, uh, reset their spending, do all that, let their rookies play. They took a step back. The Phillies are still kind of a flawed team. They're very good in the postseason. They're very tough. They're mentally tough. Bryce Harper is a money player. But the Braves are at another level. Again, the Mets and the Padres were supposed to be there with them. They both went down and went down terribly. So the Braves are in a class by themselves. Talking to Brian Kenny from MLB Network. I, I said hotel room earlier. Clearly, Brian, that's not a hotel room. I apologize. You said, but, it's my office, man. Yeah, I was going to say. like and Gehrig up there. You know what? Like, I, I am so you. I didn't see that at first, obviously. I'm so, I'm way, so used tell, to looking tell, at the camera. Tell, then you got to look down. But like... Like we're so used to getting people on from hotel rooms these days in this day and age where everyone can just open their phone or open their laptop. We thank you for that. And, and tell Rich that's a that's a that's a that's an Emmy plaque that that we both got for Sports Center the same year. So <laughs> tell Rich you know, we, that's that. What year is that? That's like 2004. So that, uh, Rich and I probably both won that. Hold on, I'm that? writing this down. Right, 2004 <laughs> Emmy. Can we can we make sure to clip this for Rich when he comes on? Rich is in London, obviously, as you know. So hold on, you want to take that off the wall here? You want to hold it up? No. Also, there's a 2003 and a 2004. How about that? There we go. So tell Rich have some have some pride in the old joint. Oh, look 2003 at that. 2003 and 2004. How about that? Now hold on. Brian, was this one of the Emmys where, like, you had to write a check for them to give you the actual plaque? 
I don't remember. I'm not sure I want to go there. <laughs> I, I hope not, because like sometimes with these maybe, awards, it's maybe like maybe Rich remembers that. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what? You know what? Something else. Like ask Rich. Uh, like I like years later now because I've won. You know, we won a few Emmys here at MLB Network for MLB Tonight, and so like I mean, my wife said, she goes, "You have these plaques. Why don't you get the statue?" I called them and said, "Can I get a statue for those Sports Center Emmys that I won?" And they said. No, you're you're an anchor. You you can't. You have to be technical. I'm like, what do you mean? I said, you know, when you're a sports center anchor, you write the show. I'm the writer. I'm the host. I'm the and they go, no, you've really got only to certain people. So, so uh, if Rich has an Emmy, I'd like to know about. It. Okay, so this is Brian. This is like an entire different level of behind the scenes talk here because you. For those who don't know, this this is real. What Brian's talking about, like you can walk into people's offices. And you're like, oh, my God, look, there's six Emmys there. Like, what are those for? And you're like, oh, yeah. well, that's when I was a B.A., you know, in in in, right. in in 98. Like, you got an Emmy for that? It's like, oh, well, we all got an Emmy. It's like, wait, but you're like the 38. Not that you didn't serve a valuable purpose on the show and part of its success. Right. But, right. like, you're like the 38th person on the list, and, and you, you have a statue there. It, and, and then I remember the one time... The one time I was up for an Emmy, by the way, I lost to MLB tonight. The one time for total access, I was up for an Emmy. I remember <laughs> I, I walked into someone's office and said, hey, can, can, can I go to New York for this? And, and my co-host, Lindsay Rhodes, can we go to New York for this? I'm like, oh, no, no, you guys, you guys got to do the show. <laughs> and I said, but, but are you going? Oh, yeah, I'm going. Like, but wait a minute. We yeah. can't go. No, right. no, no, you, you guys, you guys got to do the show. Like, but you're right. going. It's re- it, yeah. The, what you hear is it's really not for you. It's like you it's, it's just not for it, you. Anchored it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I put my foot I, down. I, I, I've got like, you know, six at the house. You know, I've got all the right. statues. I, I just look back at these and I go, I don't know. Maybe I couldn't afford it. I didn't know. But somebody <laughs> told me, no, you're not worth it. I said, so if I did audio, I'd be able to get it. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Hey, okay. Jason, we love you over there. Jason, we love you in audio. We, it, it's, yeah, this <laughs> is a very, as I said, inside baseball, literally. <laughs> kind of thing but i eventually convinced them to let me go i went we didn't win fine we lost to mlb tonight harold was amazingly gracious love him you guys deserve to win but whatever that was my that was my emmy story uh moving on um i I don't like to talk about attendance i don't like to beat up fans i just think that's low-hanging fruit when it comes to sports talk radio that said isn't it a problem brian when you have a new ballpark announced here coming up for the rays and it looked like a, a, it looked like a Tuesday in June at these playoff games here for the Rays. Yeah, it was disappointing. I mean, I was surprised to see it. That's about their average attendance. How do you not do better than that? I don't have some perfect answer. Um, I like the Trop, by the way. I've been to the Trop a lot. They've had me down there um, because they do the bullpenning thing. They they do the opener, and so I've been down there as part of their promotions and that sort of thing. I don't get it. Um, I guess afternoons, and but you knew they were going to make the playoffs. Maybe they wanted a division title. I hope with the new ballpark, when it's eventually built, they get more excitement there. But you know, look, that's a disappointment, and that's um, and you look around at the different parks. Look at Philadelphia last night; the place is throbbing. Amazing, still. So you know, and most parks are like that. I've never Andrew heard louder crowds in my lifetime. Going back to Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium. In the 70s, I've never heard louder crowds than at Philadelphia and Houston last year. So there is an immense amount of excitement in most every city, and it's disappointing that that happened. Yeah, afternoon games, but 
you're, I, I'm with you. Like, it doesn't explain everything. Mm-hmm. There's there's some malaise there uh, regarding their team that was a pretty had a pretty exciting season. They were the best team in baseball for the first month. They won 99 games. Disappointing. Yeah, and and to your point, uh, go go search Twitter here for the um, audio only in Philly last night on the Grand Slam. It'll send chills down your spine. It, it's it's amazing, and there's truly nothing better um, yeah. than playoff baseball in the building. Uh, yeah, it, it's it it sends chills down your spine. It, it is that good. I'm a Guardians fan, a formerly Indians fan, and uh, whether it was in '16, uh, there shouldn't have been a rain delay, but that's another story and another show. Um, but being in the building, it was pouring. What it it was about? an eight minute rain delay. <laughs> I was there too. Without the rain delay, they win conditions. the game. <laughs> that you let... could not. You could not play in those conditions. Eight minutes. I'm, I'm taking your Emmy back. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Before I let you go, um, uh, on those guardians, any any insight on Tito's replacement? Venable, what, what, what do you know? I I don't have inside information on that. I know this: they kind of got a pass this year. Mm-hmm. You know, the the Mets, Padres, and Cardinals, and you want to throw in the White Sox were so disastrous that it kind of clouds over how disappointing it was for Cleveland. They were the youngest team in the postseason last year. They had all that contact hitting, all that fielding, the speed, all of that. The new rules come in. They were supposed to be the team best equipped to take advantage of it. So that that is disappointing. And there's going to be a hot market out there. Like I don't know if the Mets are absolutely centered on just Craig Council, uh, but there's you know there's going to be a hot market out there for managers this year. There's going to be some replacements, and a couple of guys are, are very much on the hot seat this coming year. Bieber McKenzie got hurt. Um, Jimenez didn't match last year's numbers. And, and let's face it, the Josh Bell and uh, especially Mike Zanino signings were utterly disastrous. They tried to add yeah. a couple of bats. Neither of those bats did anything. Well, Josh Bell did something, but not nearly enough. Mike Zanino was, I mean, this is statistically the worst catcher in baseball, and then everyone got hurt and nobody hit. Yeah, uh, it, it was. Other than that, everything was fine. Other yeah. than that, <laughs> it was great. And other than that, they were still somehow in it in August because the Twins couldn't run away. And then there's a whole waiver wire thing with the Angels and and whatever. We don't have enough time, and the Guardians don't move the needle. <laughs> However. Um, MLB Network does. MLB Network has live pre- and post-game coverage for every postseason game throughout the World Series. You can check out Brian, obviously, on MLB MLB Now, which airs today at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Brian Kenny, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll send your best Emmy wishes to Rich. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. 2003-2004. See if he remembers. All right. Put him back on the wall. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Brian Kenny, everybody. Thank you, you got it. Uh, yeah, the Emmy, the, the the behind the scenes Emmy thing. And this is truly inside baseball here. Um, it, it is it is something. By the way, that's how Del Tufo has what like nine now. <laughs> shows yeah, are right? team efforts. I'm gonna I'm gonna quote Jerry Krause here. Oh geez, he actually be careful. Did know what he was saying. He just said it in totally the wrong uh, the wrong way. <laughs> Organizations do win championships, okay? Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen also win championships, but organizations do win championships. My point being, when shows win awards, there are a lot of people that go into it, and those people deserve their flowers as well. The way that these Emmys have worked, however, to his point, sometimes you, or my point, sometimes you walk into people's offices, you're like, oh my God, this person has 85 Emmys. 
You're like, hold on. But you really didn't do anything for that show, did you? (laughs) Did you? Right? Really? It happens. Okay. I gotcha. Cool. Unlike our show where everyone does four jobs. (laughs) You guys, when you win, all deserve your trophies. But yes, the one time I was up for an Emmy, or rather the show that I hosted was up for an Emmy, Rich's former show, NFL Total Access. Yours truly, Kara Henderson, took over one year. And then yours truly, Lindsey Rhodes, took over the next year. And that next year, we were nominated for an Emmy. And it was like, ah, you guys don't have to go. I'm like, oh, I'm going. I'm calling in sick that day. <laughs> and I went. And we did not win. And you sat through three hours to find out you didn't win. The- hey, man, we had a great time in New York. That was, a, that was an all-timer. That was a, that was that was one of those hey. all time road trips. The Emmy trip is very fun. Yeah. The awards show itself. Uh, hey, could, whatever. Could be yeah, dress up. Could be it's, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's dinner after sports is TV prom. Yeah. Whatever. Everybody had a good it's time. It's fun to see old friends. Andrew is an honor just to be nominated. It it, it was it truly was an honor. Like I remember Harold Reynolds came up to me. He's like, my man, I watch you every night. I'm like, true story. I'm a baseball fan. I watch you <laughs> every almost night. every night. Right. <laughs> And they won. Of course they're going to win. All right. We're breaking now. We're breaking. Let's do it. Coming up next. Why a Bears loss tonight would mean even more depressing history. It's Andrew sitting in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show, everybody. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests Work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. What was it like shooting that scene, though, with Ray Kinsella and his father? What I did was I went back to when I first read it. And so I become the audience when I read it. And I, when I read it, I went, 
I couldn't believe that it had orchestrated itself to that thing, and I had that feeling on the couch. And so I knew if I played that straight, if I didn't wink at anybody, mm -hmm. that these players did come, you know, that's my corn. <laughs> you know, they kept coming after me. I wasn't gonna be able to do that movie. I was gonna do Revenge, and I got into a, finally, Revenge kept getting pushed, kept getting pushed, and finally I had to put my foot down and say, look, uh, if you don't get this movie together, I'm gonna go to do this movie in the corn. I asked the director, why did you hold out for me so long? Why? And he said, well, and this is one of the greatest actors we've ever seen. He goes, they wanted me to do it with Robin Williams. And I said, I said, Robin Williams is perfect. He said, yeah, but when I think of Robin, I think he does hear voices in the corn. <laughs> and I don't want that. People don't believe you hear voices. That was a, that's a director that makes a save. That's a Mariano Rivera, you know? Sure. It's a save. He saved his movie because of his belief in an idea, you know, not the quality of actor, because Robin Williams will never... Of course. This is this is a guy so special. But I but I was curious. I said, he's actually a bigger star than me. You know, you know whatever. And he goes, I need somebody that you don't think cares voices. And that would be you. I've never heard Robin Williams was considered for that role. That's unbelievable. And then you did it, and obviously we're we're talking about it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had gold dust on it when I read it because I did that little intake of breath. <gasps> Do you want to have a catch? And of course, I I wept myself. If you're watching the Roku channel, great stuff there with Kevin Costner. I, I could literally listen to him talk Field of Dreams for hours. You ever had a chance to meet Kevin Costner at all? Chris well, Brockman? When he's done the show. When I he's done the show, here. thank you. Yeah. Yes, he was sitting <laughs> he in this chair right here. Right the there. Way. <laughs> yeah, what am I thinking? A couple years ago. Hi, was that on TV, <laughs> the thing that was just there? Um, <laughs> I made the one set of a movie once. Uh, good movie, bad movie? Yeah, it was The Guardian. It was pretty good. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah um, met him at the uh, the premiere and like hung with him for a little bit after oh, draft the, day? the draft day premiere yeah, here yeah, in L.A. Yeah. And it was pretty damn hysterical. I know people yeah. like kind of slag on draft day a little bit. I love it. I, when it's on TV, if I'm flipping channels, I always stop and watch. Absolutely. It was yeah. literally on last week, did the same well, thing. Well, it's about the Browns. You know, I'm a Browns fan, yeah. obviously. But yeah. there, there are issues with it that like clearly within 30 seconds of the movie, you're like, come on, this isn't real. No, but I anyway, know, but who I cares? It's still awesome. I generally don't like sports movies. Have we had this conversation? Always watch it. No. I don't like sports movies. Let me let me do this oh, first, oh however. Gosh. Hi, oh it's Andrew sitting in for Rich. <laughs> on is. a sports show. <laughs> on the Rich Eisen Show. Not a sports movie, a sports show. If you want to make a movie about the show, we can discuss it. Yeah. Let's do a deal. Talk to um, this is the Rich Eisen Show desk. It is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. And yes, I am talking to you. Click or call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. The reason I don't like sports movies, okay, it's the reason why I had trouble watching The Morning Show. However, The Morning Show had great writing, like some of the conversations back and forth, the screaming and yelling, right. like, brilliant writing, brilliant. Um, but because you, working in the business, point out all the little things that, oh, that's not real. That's why I couldn't watch, I couldn't watch Newsroom. It, it's Exactly. Nobody actually talks like that in a newsroom. I, sometimes you have great... I, I love the dialogue, 
But not every day in a newsroom is someone standing at a desk <laughs> right. with a soliloquy about saving the world. It's and just not, it doesn't happen. There's a lot more cursing. That way, <laughs> right? I mean, it's actually far more like succession than it is about newsroom. Yes. Okay. Anyway, it's why lawyers can't watch legal shows. My dad couldn't watch. My dad's a lawyer, retired, couldn't watch legal shows, right? Because it's not real. It's why doctors couldn't watch Grey's Anatomy. This is fake. I can't watch this. Right? Same reason I don't necessarily like sports movies because a the game action is never real it's the always the game action always looks so fake always looks so fake and then so many other things just like ah come on that 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 wouldn't happen like that right very first episode of the morning show i stuck with it uh the one of the co-anchors the guy not the weather guy the other guy that always wanted the number one spot the political guy he has an ifb you know Right, I'm wearing an IP, this thing right here, right, um, on his shoulder. All right, and a lot of us walk around like you're not an air. You walk around like this. True story. I go through airports all the time with this thing on my shoulder because you get done on the air somewhere, <laughs> right? Let's say, and like during training camp, you get done in uh, Cincinnati and you got to get to the airport. You got to fly to Miami, right? And you, you literally go straight off the air to the airport, and then you go through security. And it may or may not buzz because there's a metal clip on this thing. And I'm like, what am I doing wearing this thing? I, I have gotten to hotels in the next town with this thing still <laughs> on my shoulder. Anyway, um, it's on his shoulder and it was a generic. Okay, this one is molded to my sizable ears, right? You, you work in this business. You have ones just for you, yeah. molded to you. So it lays better. It hides better. It's more comfortable. He had a generic IFB on his shoulder. The only people that wear generic IFBs are people that A, forgot their own, or B, you're, you're a guest somewhere. And the first episode, I'm like, come on, that's this, like, come on, come on. <laughs> but it's that little, it's, it's, come on. Bit, it's that super it's little, little things. tiny things that we would point right. out because we notice. Or, or you have the anchor in the field going, hi, I'm Chris Brockman reporting live. In, no one talks like that on TV. <laughs> and if they do, they're in like market 185. It's their first job. Okay, it's first their first job. job. Nobody talks like that. <laughs> no, especially not on a network show. If they do, then like they're, they're the intern thrown on the air. You shouldn't talk like that. Right. That's and so it's the these little show. things. Same yeah. thing with sports movies, right? You got to come on. That's not real. It just isn't. How do you anyway. enjoy anything? That... <laughs> have you met, have you I, I'm met not my the person Andrew? who says I hate everything. Andrew? I promise you. Like I just said, TJ, with the morning show, like I got into it. I think the dialogue, like, okay, wow. Like some of the plot twists and the way they're all trying to knife each other in the back. Yeah, I'm like, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it. Well, I haven't I'm, watched this season I'm yet, down. I haven't seen I'm it. I'm only like into season two. I, 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 I'm a late adapter to that show. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, Billy, Billy I digress. Billy is awesome on that show. Who is? Billy Crudup is awesome. Billy Crudup is awesome truly amazing yeah. on this show. Yeah. Yes, I, and I love the beginning of episode two when he kind of seems like a different character and, and someone says, you're not, your, you're not yourself. And he goes, I know, I'm normally just smiling like a Cheshire cat, <laughs> right? Because that's his first season. That's yeah. in the first season of the show. That's all he was. Anyway, Bears Commanders tonight. I do think the Commanders win. I do think they're a better team. I think we look at this game much differently. We, we still look at it as a Commanders win. They're at home. Home team always has the edge on Thursdays. I think we would look at it differently, a lot differently. If Ron Rivera had gone for two, they got the two. They got the win last week in Philly. Then they're a three-and-one team. And we're talking about, is this team a legit contender in the NFC East? I still think they are. I think clearly they're the third team. 
but I think they are in the playoff conversation. As for the Bears, look, if they lose tonight, it's 15 in a row. If they give up 25 tonight, that's 15 losses in a row while giving up 25. A lot of people want to put it out there that Matt Eberflus could be out. Uh, uh, Not now. Not now. The Bears don't fire in season. They've never done it, and there is no obvious interim replacement on his staff. Like most, this is how we kind of pull back the curtain on this side of it, think, oh, coach might be fired. All right, who's the interim? And then you kind of go, I could see this guy taking over. I could see this guy taking over, right? There's no obvious answer on the Bears staff. It's not a staff with any obvious, oh, this guy's in the next head coaching cycle list of interviews, and there is no one on the staff that has previous head coaching experience. Right. Like, for example, look at the Carolina Panthers. Ron, Ron, uh, Frank Reich's not getting fired, but there are so many obvious candidates on that staff. Okay, You have Jim Caldwell, a former NFL head coach, and a good one on that staff. You have um, Ajiro Averro as the D.C., who is a guy that is interviewed for head coaching jobs and will be an NFL head coach. Thomas Brown as the O.C., will be an NFL head coach that day. There are so many obvious answers on Chicago. There are none. And that's another reason why he is not going to get fired. As for Justin Fields, what do we think? Can I pull the audience here? I know what I think. Quarterback win-loss as a stat. Quarterback win-loss as a stat. How do we feel about it? How do we feel about the stat? I feel, uh, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's quarterback, obviously, the most important position, right? They're going to get that one loss stat. But it doesn't take into consideration if your left tackle is awful. Correct. Or if the defense plays bad. Correct. Or if guys are dropping ball, like things But the quarterback's the, the most important guy in the field. We he realize the most that. important, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I love that stat, though, to be honest with you. Okay. It's I don't the, love it, it either. It's not the first thing I look to when I figure out if a quarterback is good or bad. Correct. But it is a stat, I think, that does bear I like it. But some it, value. But have some value. It might be 10th on the list of the stats I look okay. at. Okay. I teased coming up next. Coming up next. The Bears have a chance to make even more history tonight. Other than losing 15 straight games, the longest losing streak in franchise history. If they lose tonight, we now have to look at their calendar and their schedule and say they have a chance to lose 17 consecutive over two years. With a loss tonight, NFL research tells us that Justin Fields would tie former Oiler Dan Pastorini for the most losses in a quarterback's first 30 starts in a career. Now, those are cherry-picked numbers like, why is 30 the bar? Okay, well, it will be his first 30. And so they thought about, okay, well, had any quarterback lost this many games? If the Commanders beat the Bears tonight... The Bears would have lost, will have lost, 25 of Justin Fields' first 30 starts. Yikes. 25 out of 30 was last week his fault. That's a layered conversation. I mean, he had a turnover late. He had a turnover late. He did enough to put them up by enough points where. You know, they. they He put them in a position. Was the fourth and one decision his fault? Nope. Bad decision. They should have kicked the field goal. Right. Okay. He also turned the ball over. Both can be true. He also played the first half of his life. Of anyone's life. Anyone's life. I mean, that was the guy they drafted times five. Like, 
We want that guy. Yeah. Right? 17 weeks of that. He was throwing lasers from the pocket. Laser. When he chose to run, he was great. When they moved the pocket, he was great. When they put him on the run, he was great. And then it all fall apart. Fell apart. That's what made that game that much more frustrating. And for all the Bears fans leaving, chanting Caleb Williams... And there's plenty of video of that, of Bears fans understandably upset leaving Soldier Field, or as they call it there, Soldier's Field. Upset and chanting Caleb Williams' name. You're going to chant his name after you saw Justin Fields play that way in the first half? Four TDs? Because, here's a hint, it's in there. It's there. It's in there. You just got to get it out of it, out of him, more often. And how do you get it out of him more often understanding if you break down the film and you listen to jt o'sullivan follow him on twitter or dan orlovsky who does great work okay or kurt warner who was on this show yesterday right yesterday uh, he was with what the football uh with oh, Susie and Amy Trask okay what the football okay yeah talking to someone sitting in this studio yesterday like it's a it, there are times you look at the bears offense we go What are they doing? Like, literally, what was the play? What? Because not all 11 are doing the right thing at all. So that's another reason why Luke Getze, if you were to fire Matt Eberflus, probably does not get that job, right? Not with the dysfunction you've had. Now, when you have the quarterbacks do the X's and O's, you learn a lot. But there are things that they will often tell you, and Kurt is really good at this, as is Dan. Like, I don't know what these guys were coached to do here. But clearly, it doesn't make sense. But there are layers here. Did the quarterback get the play out right? Maybe they were all coached to do the right thing, but the quarterback didn't call the play right. Why? Did he make a mistake? Was it too loud? Did the headset crap out? Or did a player say maybe, in this case, because he takes a lot of shell, a lot of flack, number 10 for the Chicago Bears, who would not be playing tonight, do the wrong assignment, do the wrong thing after the quarterback got the play out wrong? I don't know. As I said, it's, it's always easier to look at it and go, oh, that sucks, than actually figure out why it happened which is what I always tell young people when they ask me for advice in this business. Well, I need to build my social media profile. You do. Absolutely. That's the only way these days. However, snark does not equal analysis. It doesn't. It's easy to be snarky on social media. It's easy to be snarky sitting here. It's another thing to truly get the answers as to why something deserved your snark got it and there is my preachy sanctum sanctimonious <laughs> moment of the day but you're telling the truth there man you're absolutely telling the truth people and love to like for instance say that prescott sucks well he like someone can give you he, he examples of well look at his record look at his in conference record look at his individual vision record look at all of this 
no, well, he sucks. Okay, well, you're not really making a compelling argument. You're just stating a stupid point. And we all sit here on our laptops during the games and tweet away, try to out-snark each other. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Rich is in London. Big game. Like, really good game. Yeah, yeah. Up this week, Bill's really Jaguar Sunday. Game. Rich is on the call. Rich will call in. Oh. Rich Eisen on the appropriately named Rich Eisen Show. Coming up next, I'm Andrew. You're watching. You're listening. We thank you kindly. That handsome devil straight ahead. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. I don't know if they still have a shot to make the playoffs or not. Do they? Do they still have a shot? Well, yeah. I mean, all they have to do is just try and win one of the next two without Tony. And and then he comes back. And no one's running away with this league. No one's running away with this division right now. All right. You know what? I guarantee we'll win one of the next two without Tony. Okay. And I'm guaranteeing we'll make the playoffs. Okay. I will write that. Write that down right now. Shaquille O'Neal. If we don't make the playoffs, I'll come, I'll come with a Dallas Cowgirl suit on your show with some pom-poms for 10 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I will come. I'll walk out for 10 seconds. Let everybody take pictures, make fun. Then I got to leave. 10 seconds, that's all you get. Not 11 seconds, not 12. You get 10 seconds. Okay. Right up on the skirt. This is amazing. Pom-pom and a blonde ponytail wig. If, so that's if, again, the Dallas Cowboys, they don't make the playoffs at all in this right. season. Okay. Now, what are you going to do if they make the playoffs? Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. Yeah. So, the, uh, but I, 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 same bet. Same but bet. But I think they're making the playoffs. All right, deal. Uh, I'll, I'll do it with you, Shaq. How about that? Deal. How are you, Shaq? First of all, it's not my fault. You need to blame it on the Dallas uh, shops. I've been, I've, I've been downtown Dallas looking for some big booty cheerleader shorts. They don't have any. So but yes, I'm a man of my word. And yes, I will come there one day when you least expect it. Ooh. And fulfill my bet. Well, but the thing is, I, I have to do it with you, Shaq. So I, I do need probably a little bit of a heads up. You know. No, but you know what? I don't want you to do it with me because you know what? You waited long enough. Okay. You know, you're at the point to where you don't think I'm going to believe it. So just to prove it to you, I want you to be front and center. Okay. And I'm going to give you 12 seconds. <laughs> this is the best possible scenario, Shaq, is you, you've extended it two seconds yeah. and absolved me from having to do it. Uh, look, exactly. I just want you to sit there and watch. Ah, uh, yes, the great Shaquille O'Neal, um, much taller than me. Hi, everybody. It's uh, Andrew sitting in for Rich. Uh, something I found out about Shaq, not only amazing as a b- basketball player, Hall of Famer, and, and Shaq amazing on TNT, I, I just found out this summer that Shaq put in 250, 250 grand into Google. Did you know this when it was only a $100 million company? 
250 grand in Google insane. as a $100 million company. Shaq does not have to worry about the $1.4 billion lottery coming up. That's a quarter of 1%. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's, good. Um, that's good. So he's good at investing. Let's see. Google. I don't know how we got on the financial valuation. Talk. Yeah, do, do the math. As you do the math, let's welcome in. Uh, I don't want to call him a guest on the show because it is his show. He is that's the great right. Rich Eisen, London calling, getting ready f- to call a game in London. The that's Bills correct. and the Jaguars. How is London, Rich? Cheerio, Jan. Cheerio to you. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> Hello, Kevna. You should have right? one of those hats today. Yeah. Where's your what funny hat? hat? Like a Tam O'Shanter? Yes. So you're going in Tam O'Shanter? That's wanna... Scotland, isn't it? Make it a, make it a wacky know. GDM bit. One and, of the Buckingham like Palace hats, eater, Like a beef eater hat? <laughs> yeah. Like a yeah, lid? Yeah, yeah, Dressed yeah, like the palace guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sort of that's sort of, it, 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 like half a Brian Kenny. You see what you're saying? That's yeah. how's his hair? Does his hair still look the same? Because my I, I don't look okay. He, I look completely different. He looks exactly the same, he, right? He Brian's same. frozen in time, yeah, correct? Yeah, he yeah, yeah, he yeah. kind of has that like full head of hair, but like not yeah. doing anything with it. Kind of full spiky thing. It's just there. Like, it's just I have product in my him. hair. Way too much product. Bless him. Like Kenny kind of looks like it's just long and no product and perpetual bedhead. But hey, look at me. I'm showing off. I still have hair. <laughs> Let, let's talk a little bit of baseball here. Let's talk a little bit of baseball. Let's, let's do it. Start. Because here's my issue. Why doesn't baseball reseed? Why in the world do the Atlanta mm-hmm. Braves, after the season they just had, boat racing everybody mm-hmm. with five guys in their lineup with 35 home runs, that they now have to take on the Phillies and not the Diamondbacks? That is ridiculous. Just because I, I that's the way that's you, just yeah. the way that the bracket is. They're, the bracket is the bracket, and we're not going to reseed. That's why the NFL playoffs is is the best. They reseed. They reseed. If the seven seed advances, guess what? The one seed faces them. Just, I totally they're agree not going to just... Uh, am I... Uh, good. Well, I, I was going to say, am I wrong? I, I also I think... And, and Brian and I were talking about this. I said, is it good or bad that we had sweeps for all these these first four series? And he, he, he thought about it. He's like, well, it's neither here nor there, I guess. I mean, let's get on right. with it. But I know we had the Phillies as a six seed get to the World Series last year. All right, maybe we see that this year. But if you have these sweeps, like, right. are you, yes, it's fun for those fan bases for these teams to stay in it all throughout the regular season. The Cubs, the Reds, for example, in the NL battling down right. to the final weekend. But if these teams generally aren't going to go anywhere, we're going to get sweeps. And then, like, why are we here? For well, the TV it stinks that there is an obviously a, a decisive game three, right, for any of these wild card series. And I bet you Major League Baseball sitting around going, really? Out of all four of them, we didn't get one nope. game three at all. But look, I, again, I, I I think I'm talking your language too, Brockman, um, and same with Sarah. That come on, like the and and I understand that the the Dodgers would have had to face the Brewers technically, uh, right? So um, that said, the Brewers didn't advance. It was Arizona that advanced, and so now Arizona should be the ones to face. You know, Atlanta, certainly in these the, the baseball playoffs, such a crapshoot. Once you finally get into these series and these games, they're 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 the sport where I, I guess seating doesn't matter the most, but you should still at least do such a thing. Um, and then Philadelphia, I mean, out of any uh, home ballpark, do they have the number one? home field advantage in in the playoffs i know houston is loud i I can't wait to see what camden yards 
comes across Camden looking Yards is like and sounding amazing. like. Right? I mean, yeah. they, they have been waiting from for a long time. So uh, I'm eager to see that. But, man, I, I just thought to myself, wait a minute. The Braves get the Phillies. That There's something there's something off about that. The other thing, you know? too, is both of those NL series are division series, are teams in the same yeah. division. That, they know each no other, I guess. fun. I mean, it is, I guess. Obviously, they have a history. Braves mm-hmm. beat the Phillies 8 out of 13 this year. They're 8 and 5. Um, but wouldn't you rather see, like for years we had it in the NFL, well, you, you can't play a team in your division, right, in the first yeah, round I, of the wild card I, I remember that too. I remember that too. But uh, uh, that's that, uh, that's what age. I was, you know, ready to, you know, have a take on, if, if anything, um, that uh, on my flight. I was thinking about that on my flight. And anybody on a transatlantic flight, when they turn the lights off, and they put the sh- the shades down. Mm-hmm. Anybody that still has a conversation with their seatmate should be on a no fly list. That is just at this point I in agree. time, and uh, un- there's nothing so pressing to have a jocular conversation at this point in time that can't wait until it lands. Until the plane <laughs> lands, we should cease and de- it's a, a quiet car, a quiet zone. It, honestly, there, these people have something. Uh, wrong with them at this point in time. So I if agree. I if I seem if I seem a little bit um, uh, cranky, irritable, uh, did tired. You, did looking, you sit next to someone like that on your flight? No, 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 no. In front of, in oh, front oh, of. Mm. Okay, in front of. Wow. Did he so have his the, light the, on too? Because that's it was the worst. a woman. It were two okay, ladies, she? and it's just like you know what. And yeah. and I'm like, am I going to be that person? Am I going to be that yeah. person? I, yes. I, I, well, no, I wasn't that person, oh, Chris. Wow. Thank you for making the least you, of me. But you know what? I would have had every I would have had every right <laughs> yes, to have that's turned what I, around you, and you said sh- the following. What is the matter with you people? What is, what is just honestly Stop like it. what like what this is this this back and forth between you and your seatmate must continue on for the next four and a half hours while we're all trying to Did sleep. Did they know just each wait. other? Were you able to figure out, like, were they friends who are flying together yes, or were they just yes, two random people did. that It's just, met. honestly, it's just like you people can't like each other that much. <laughs> you can't. It's what I was thinking. And I thought to myself, I'm behind, I'm sitting in front of two female Del Tufos on this flight. That's <laughs> what I thought. Can and I'm we like, I can't wait to get on the show. with a wig, please? Can we get on that? Can <laughs> we do that? I almost think there's a real one. photo. He makes fun with everyone. Just don't fly with him ever. There's, <laughs> there's also, and I, whether it's a red eye or a, or a, a, a transoceanic flight, when they turn the lights yeah. off, I'm sorry, when when everyone goes to bed, you you shouldn't put your light on. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like if oh, if you need that's... to prep for this big meeting, that's fine. Use the light on your own phone, or if no, you're probably no, reading your laptop at that point, you you can read your laptop without the overhead light right. on. I'm trying it to sleep. It should be. Listen, Andrew. I know you don't have children. It's it's like night night time. Lights out. No yes. more talking. No more talking. Lights out. It's time to sleep. What is the matter with you people? Don't you understand what the time zone difference is going to be when you land? What do you what do you just blow past this whole uh, jet lag thing? I think the I made over my the point. counter <laughs> pharmaceuticals I, I almost tweeted about it. I almost tweeted about it. 
I almost tweeted about it, and I I, I deleted it because yeah. when you problems. when you when you tweet yeah. about your travel problems, it's nobody it's cares. kind of like your fantasy team or yeah. the bad beats nobody in poker. Cares. Nobody cares. You know? oh, I think it's I think it's worse than those two. Actually, Ooh, actually, actually worse than those two. Yes, because okay. <laughs> because then Why, you're coming TJ, across. Right, hold on, I'm tweeting this out as the elitist. I care about fantasy right? problems. Not average fans sitting in the upper deck or average fans sitting in 35B in the back of the plane is well. Yeah, Andrew. That's how they're there. reacting. I'm sitting in coach. I'm not getting I've got, I've gotten those. I've gotten that flack when I've done Wait those tweets. I did, this uh, this had nothing to do with a seat. It oh, has I know to do I, with. Oh, no, I know it doesn't. A, I know it doesn't. Societal but issue. That's this is how they're going to react. Issue. They're going to react because I've done it. I've had those tweets about like, oh, this guy's got his filthy feet on the wall or something like that. Wow. It's like, whoa, but you're sitting in first, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, no. I get that all the time. Andrew, yep. they give me matter. They give me crap because I get mad about people reclining their seat in front of me. Oh, but like, yeah. oh don't get me yeah, don't on, get me started on that. Precious. But see, don't. that's a problem. Uh, no, I recline my seat. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, don't There's the a option. button right, exactly. that pushes my seat back. By the way, We've done you this. behind me are allowed to push your seat back as well. That's awful. Okay. Yeah, Andrew, this. you're 5'6", you're six, all right? We've I'm 6'3". Like, I need the room more than you. But, so push your well, seat back. That wasn't an issue for me. We don't need a height change. That wasn't... That wasn't yeah, an yeah. issue for me because my seat mechanically went into a flatbed. Yeah. But listen, that's for another day. Of course, I knew that. I knew that. We should feel bad about him. He's sitting in one A yeah. on a transit so not double flight. There's nothing better than the beds <laughs> on the plane, though. Garçon, where's this my, guy's my champagne? Is Honestly, <laughs> my choice for breakfast was not available yes. when I woke up. Wait, okay, wait, my wait. chocolate chip cookie was not warm. This scramble has changed. Do you understand? Rich, there so are only 50 selections for the films, okay? So oh. I was very upset towel, when the baby. people behind me didn't shut up. Just take the hot towel and cover your eyes with it and go to sleep. Like, come on. Sometimes we say this is a first world problem. This is literally a first class problem. First class problem. Yes. Hey, okay. Okay. So, when I did land, when I did land, uh, I, can, I can tell you this. Um, it's just for at customs. Okay, at customs and at passport control, just upon landing. Mm -hmm. And again, this is this is uh, unofficial mm -hmm. in terms of how things might play out mm -hmm. on Sunday. Ten to one, Bills fans. Ten oh, to one, Bills. Really? Fans. Yeah. Ten to not, one. But that's Ten not one. surprising, is it? The Why Jaguars have be... a residency there. Like Jaguars fans aren't mm -hmm. flying from Jacksonville yeah, they're because there. it's a, it's not a novelty. They're like Celine Dion in Vegas. Yes, I mean absolutely. All right. But ten, it's not a novelty, right? Bills fans, this is a novel. Like we're going to London. They were people. everywhere. Did well, did you see it. the uh, governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, change the blue law in, yes. Uh, yes. in New yes. York for Sunday to make governor? sure that the people can drink? Yeah, got the governor. Eight a.m. You can yeah. start serving. Really? In start pounding. Oh, start go. pounding. Potatoes oh, yeah. are going to start getting broken mad early. But I'm, I'm telling you what, though they were they were they were setting up fire pits at passport control, getting ready to just jump in and just <laughs> stomp people. Did, did like, anyone jump on a folding it was. The mafia table was there. at immigration, bro? Mafia was there at passport control, and um, so that's just the first blush that there were tons of Bills fans, tons of Bills fans. Maybe Jaguars fans have just been here already for a week, which is and the Bills, by the way, uh, fly out uh, tomorrow. So they're not they're practicing today. We just zoomed with Sean McDermott, the uh, coach of the Bills, who, by the way, said it is uh, feasible. Um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said it is possible that uh, Von Miller plays.
They're going to see how he uh, practices today. There was a little bit of a of a walkthrough uh, on Wednesday, uh, but they're going to see how he practices today. Looks good, and it's entirely possible Vaughn makes his debut uh, here in London um, at uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, where Which- there's again ten to one Bills fans at Passport Control. Uh, that I saw today coming off of my uh, red eye. Vaughn has not played since the knee injury, obviously on Thanksgiving a year ago. Yesterday on the podium, he sure sounded like he was ready to go. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll find out on game day, you and Kurt Warner on the call. Do we think here Mm -hmm. that they are going to have folding tables outside (laughs) in Tottenham? I don't know. For Bill's fans to jump through. I'll let you know. Maybe that's what the ladies behind me were talking about. (laughs) I hope they're at the game. I don't know. I don't know. But uh that's that's the early report here from London. Love it. For the uh for the for the four windows of football, as Brockman likes to oh, call it. It's so great. I love it. So yeah, we got that going on. Do, do you think because I was thinking about this mm. yesterday, people think, oh, the Jaguars have the advantage here, right? Because the Jaguars are are there. I, I actually yeah. think there is something to be said about a potential disadvantage oh, yeah. for the Jaguars being there for two Why? weeks. Because Doug Peterson, Rich, last Please. week, before they flew off to London for two, um, mm-hmm. said that there were a, a lot of logistics that he was still trying to sort through in his heads, like things, things like looking at oh. film one week to the next, things like rehabbing injuries. Hold on, stay right there. Uh, this is the yeah. Rich Eisen Show. We'll be right back. Breathe. Still on Roku. Uh, things no, yeah. between. No, I'm, I'm, we're 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 the seeing him on Saturday. We're seeing him Saturday morning. We'll we'll ask about it. I all I know is I'm, you know, on fumes right now. Um, and again, it's just, you know, time difference and things of that nature. And two yammering ladies on the flight. <laughs> um, but put it all together, I, I can only imagine it's a complete advantage to be on fully acclimated. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the time zone and everything like that. And I, I can't wait to ask, like, what did they do all week? Like, where, what happened? Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll ask him about that on, on Saturday. Uh, tomorrow I've got Bill's practice. Saturday is uh, some Jaguars practice. And then Sunday's the game. I know what uh, MJD did. We are like 45 seconds. I looked at MJD's uh, Instagram. Maurice Jones-Drew, Jaguar legend, was over there. Uh, he, he posted something from Ibiza or Ibiza. This week, oh, he so, went to Spain. He's just, God bless him. he's just partying. You know, there are family beaches in Ibiza as well. I, I, I know that. Aware, I was not aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know Other that. Very, the by the way, <laughs> very impressed that you you went Castilian. Yes, uh, with Ibiza as opposed Castellano. to Ibiza. Let's all speak some Castellano. Yeah, <laughs> very very impressive. Andrew You're hooked on phonics, bro. Have, have you hiked there? You, he's, you had to have got him a hike there, right? Is that why? I got to be up against the hard out. Yes. I mean, we um, have to be. We have 15 seconds. Rich, are you cool yes. to yeah. stay over for the top of the next hour? All right, you got it, bro. Five minute nap. Stay there, Rich Eisen in London on The Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere, everyone.